Nancy Rizzuto, my guest today, is a co-founder of both Capstrat and Capstrat Women's Forum. She is a visionary, she's clear about her purpose, and she shares with us in this episode about how to inspire others to live abundant and meaningful lives. I'm glad you're listening and know you'll be inspired by Nancy and who she is in our world. Welcome to the Courage of a Leader podcast. This is where you hear real-life stories of top leaders achieving extraordinary results. And you get practical advice and techniques you can immediately apply for your own success. This is where you will get inspired and take bold, courageous action. I am so glad you can join us. I'm your host, Amy Riley. Now, are you ready to step into the full power of your leadership and achieve the results you care about most? Let's ignite the courage of a leader. Nancy, something that I've admired about you for a long time is that you are really clear about your leadership and its purpose in our world. Will you tell listeners what is the purpose of your leadership? Yeah, thanks for that question, Amy. So the purpose of my leadership, Amy, is to serve and inspire others to take intentional action, to create and live a successful, abundant, and meaningful life. I get goosebumps every time you say that, and um, I know you live it. I've I've been the recipient of your um, service and your empowerment through connections and information. Um, you are tuned into not only communities but individuals, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I mean, you recognize to really serve and empower you. You need to know what what's going on with the individual. Where are they at? What do they need? Um, and I know you think about that relationship. What needs to be present in order for you to live that purpose? Yeah, that's a great question. What for me, what needs to be present really is um, is authenticity and truth. You know. Um, Brene Brown, I think, has um, a saying or believes that being authentic is being able to stand in your own truth. And I think that as a leader, if you expect others to show up as, you know, their best best selves, you really need to show up as your your authentic self and to really inspire people to, you know, come as they are to create a space uh, for people. Um, you know, at work and in your life where they can come and be seen and heard without any shame or judgment or fear or regret. And I think that for me, that's what's most important is being able to show up as my authentic self all the time. Lovely. I couldn't agree more, Nancy. Anything we could say about how to foster that? I mean, obviously we can show up as our authentic selves, we can like not shame. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Listen, is there anything you would add to that? Like, how do we encourage others to show up authentically? Yeah, it's a great point. I think that the three things that come to mind as a servant leader 
you know, as a servant leader, people, from my perspective, they want to know three things about you that will really foster their ability to show up as their authentic selves. And that is the first is really is they want to know, do you care about me? Then they want to know, can you help me? Mm. And then most important is they want to know, can you trust me? And, you know, those things all take time to really foster and to, and to, you have to nurture those things. And I think once people get a sense that you care, that they can trust you, that you can help them, that will create kind of an environment or a sense that they can show up as their authentic selves and not be judged and not be shamed. Yeah. I think that those are really important, you know, qualities that a leader needs to, again, foster and to cultivate um, on their teams or individuals or wherever you are serving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's think how important it is when, or what a difference it makes when that is our intention and yeah. approaching the relationship, the conversation, right? I, I, I feel it from you, Nancy, and did from the moment we first met, mm-hmm. right? That, that care, right? You, you were going to, you were going to sit down and take the time with me to yeah. find out who I was, what was going on and how you could help. Yeah. You know, I think, Amy, I go back to um, something that happened to me, you know, decades ago. You know, there was a mentor in my life, an entrepreneur who had hired me decades ago. And he said four words to me that really just changed the trajectory of my own journey, my own professional journey, as well as my personal journey. Okay. And those four words were, I believe in you. Ooh, yeah. And And, you know, when you can have that kind of impact on someone with just four words, you know, it's just it it can be life changing. And I do. I think that, you know, caring for others is just part of who I am and wanting to see people succeed in life, not just at work but in all aspects of their lives is just core to who I am. So. Yeah. Yeah. And how rewarding and what an honor to be that person in people's lives. Yeah. I'm, you know, I count it. It is a blessing to me when I can have impact, when I can use my influence to help others, not only to say to them that I believe in you, but to see when they believe in themselves, you know, when they, you know, they, the, you know, one of the most rewarding um, uh, actions I can see is when, when people become more self-confident, when they become more self-aware, when they begin to believe in their own worth, Mm -hmm. um, that is so rewarding. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Everyone, we are talking to Nancy Rizzuto today. She is an accomplished entrepreneur, speaker, philanthropist, mentor, and faith-filled action leader with over 30 years of leadership experience. She's a founding partner and principal of Capstrat, an independent fiduciary investment advisory firm that she launched in 2003 with her two partners. 
She's also founder of the Capstrat Women's Forum, a community created in 2015 to support the personal, professional, and financial success of women. Nancy's purpose, which she lives every day, we've already heard it, is to serve and empower others to take intentional action to live a successful, abundant, and meaningful life. She's fiercely committed to educating and empowering others, especially women, to own their voices, to act on their power, and to attain financial freedom so they can live the life of their dreams and create a meaningful legacy. Ah, thank you so much for being here, Nancy. And I, I, I mean, I feel that commitment all the time from you. So there's probably so much that you could do to live that purpose. Mm -hmm. How do you focus? How do you decide where to spend your time and effort? Well, I think for me, it's really about self-awareness and taking action each and every day. You know, I am really mindful of leading by example, um, both, you know, here in my community, in our firm, through our women's forum. And, you know, I believe that, yeah, I'm, I strongly believe that women have to support other women. And any opportunity that I I have to support someone else, and especially women, um, I am game for. And, and I have to be mindful though, Amy, that even if it's, I'm not the right fit or I can't offer immediate support or they need something other than what I can offer. I am always, always game and, and invested in that individual and will go and find another resource or an accountability partner or some type of solution that I can offer to them or at least point them in the right direction. You know, when I was years ago, decades ago, a global financial services firm, I asked two women to mentor me and I was told no. And, and that made such an impact on me, you know, and I think that that truly has to change. And as a leader, you know, no may not be right now, it, but it doesn't have to be a solid no. No, it may not be the right time now, but come back to me in six months or no, I'm not the right resource. Let me introduce you to Amy. She's a better fit for you. Mm -hmm. So I really look at it as from a servant perspective, how can I help? Yeah. I may not be able to solve the entire problem or I may not be the right fit, but at least I can offer some type of authentic support mm -hmm to help that individual. I love it, Nancy. It's, it's what can I do? Exactly. What can't I do? Cause I, cause I imagine there could be times your, 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 your mentoring plate is full. I, I, I know you're always creating and generating a list of events to support and mm -hmm. build skills for women through Capstrat women's forum, right? There's a, there's a lot on your plate. Right. And you're right. And sometimes there might not be the time and the effort. Right? I don't have the time and the effort to do it well. And here's what I can offer. Exactly. And I think, you know, for me, it comes back to the um, whole serving and empowering aspect. And I consider it an honor to be able to help people. And it's something that I am so very grateful for and so very 
mindful about that we have to step up because everyone has something that humanity needs. I may not be your right resource, but I can offer you again that support. I can help inspire action. But when you, if you offer somebody a no, that's not, I don't think that is the right um, response in any situation. Lovely, lovely. I mean, it's just, it's just lovely who you are, Nancy, and that this is your commitment in our world and you're so clear about it. Yeah. How did you arrive at this? Like, I like, right. Like, how did you know this is your purpose to fulfill in our world? Yeah. I think that it is, it just, it came to me, to be honest with you. Um, I think it really was inspired and came to me through my mother who's, Life was, you know, based on three core values. My mother was a woman who lived her life um, based on her faith, based on her sense of gratitude. She had such a strong sense of gratitude. She was grateful just every day to be alive and to be, you know, using her own gifts and her own skills in the world. And then also her sense of optimism. And those are our three values that, you know, have are really embedded in who I am. And I think that my, you know, purpose uh, legacy came to me simply because I want to serve because I think my I am on this earth for a purpose. And when I leave this earth, I want to leave it better than when I found it. And I want to be part of something bigger than myself. And those are all kind of, you know, they don't, I don't mean them to sound trite, but I truly believe that I was put here for a purpose to make the lives of other people better. And I can do that in a whole host of ways. And, and when, when we talk about, or when I talk about support, Mm -hmm. support can be a kind word. Support can be, you know, praising somebody. Support can be, hey, there's a job opening or support can be, yes, I'd be happy to mentor you or here's an open board seat or let me listen to you. Support earlier was an offer to a a friend of mine who was going for a breast biopsy. So support can be seen in so many different ways. And I think that is support and service are just really what my life is about these days. How can I serve and empower others is just who I am. It is a mindset of how I live. Yeah. Yeah. I think right that right there uh, can be so beneficial for all the leaders listening, just the, the range of ways that support can look. Absolutely. I, yeah. Not, not every leader out there is going to have a leadership purpose, which I call leadership legacy. Mm-hmm. Right? It's something that we're living into and constantly leaving behind. And yeah. like you say, it's like this bigger picture commitment that calls us to be bold, to be yeah. extraordinary, right? Like to, 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 to show up in a bigger way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Kind of get over some of those natural human considerations and concerns that our brain kicks up for us. But not every 
team leader, not every leader out there is going to have a leadership legacy like yours, Nancy. Mm -hmm. Yet there's an aspect of your leadership legacy that probably all people leaders at least want to tune into, that being able to empower others, create meaningful work, right? It's, it's so important right now. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you offer to people leaders? Uh, what, what can they do to, to empower and uh, ensure that the folks on their team have meaningful work? Yeah, for me, it's really about creating opportunity for people, um, creating a belief in, you know, others, but really and opening doors and giving them, you know, exposure uh, to opportunities within their company or within their community or being able to serve on a team. But again, it really goes back to also not putting people out there solo, but being sure that there is an infrastructure, that there is a team, a community around, you know, people within your firm to support them. And um, again, it's just, for me, it's trusting in people it's in demonstrating your faith and 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 your you know your appreciation of their ability but really you know give people an opportunity let people step up even if they may not check all of the boxes give them the opportunity to learn and to grow and to expand into a role or into their firm or onto their into their team i think if you just you know kind of keep them where they are and not amplify their own presence and their own skills, you know, that's not serving anyone. You know, part of a, um, I think a leader's experience is really being able to foster growth and development in others. And the way that, from my perspective, the way that you do that is really to give people opportunity, um, see that there is more, that there's more opportunity for them to serve, more opportunity for them to have an impact, more of them, you know, they can have an opportunity to lead a team or a project. I think that that's really important as a leader. And if, if people aren't, uh, if, you know, sure of how to make that happen, it's really just taking a first step, sitting down with somebody on your team and, you know, trying to get to know them better, trying to uncover what they're passionate about or what they're interested in doing or what they how they envision their own professional development so that you can then identify those opportunities in which they can flourish. Yeah. Love it, Nancy. You said so many good things there, right? Give them the opportunity. So that's mm -hmm. telling me also that we we want to be constantly looking. Yeah. Right? What might be possible? What could we get them more involved in? Ooh, I see that skill. I see that strength. I see that right. interest of theirs. How can we foster that? How can we right. give more opportunities for that? So giving the opportunity, and then I'm hearing the trust and the appreciation, right? We can't give the opportunity and then be like, oh, that's not working. Okay, I'm going to no. find a manager. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in. No. Right? You, I I think as a leader, really your part then is to really to encourage, to encourage and to offer, you know, feedback, that constructive feedback and truthful feedback. And that comes again also 
based on trust, but you're there really to act as a sounding board, to empower them, to encourage them, um, to offer that that candid feedback that um, that is there to help them grow and to learn and to you know grow into other opportunities. I think that is your role as a leader once you identify an opportunity for somebody on your team. Be sure that you continue to be there as a partner to them, that they can come to you and have those candid conversations and that you can continue to encourage and empower them. Yeah. Oh, so so many leaders become afraid of the feedback, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're the leader that is giving somebody a new opportunity to uh, leverage a strength or pursue a passion or just try something new, right? And we're we're providing that opportunity, that visibility, right? They're going to be open to the feedback from us because they know the intention. Right, yep. they know the attention that it's coming from. Yeah, that's a great also, point, Amy. Yeah, um, I think it's also important, Nancy, that you were talking about the infrastructure, right? How to also thinking if we're going to give somebody this opportunity, it's also thinking about how to set them up for success. Absolutely, absolutely, and then you know, accountability is really important mm-hmm. um, when you give somebody an opportunity or you allow someone to lead, you know, an assignment, whatever it might be. You know, you just don't give them that opportunity or assign them that that role. Um, you really need to hold them accountable. And I think being accountable, especially as a professional, is is really important. It, you know, you become part of a network. You become part of a success story. And accountability is key. You just can't let somebody go off kind of on their own without having that infrastructure or that that network or that resource for them to check in with you and you with them, you know, giving you giving them that opportunity. There's also accountability there that you, again, going back to what we we're talking about a moment ago, your accountability is really about encouraging, empowering, inspiring, being there to answer questions and offer, you know, ideas and insights from your own experience, but also they have to be accountable back to you. Oh, I hope everybody tuned in to your expanded definition uh, and uh, and thoughts around accountability. Yeah, I that think term, it's key. That term can get a bad reputation, right? Like it's like like it's follow up and it's bringing the hammer and it's making sure people are meeting expectations. I heard inside what you were saying, it's part of the support. It's part yeah. of the infrastructure. How are we going to check in, right? Like what what reviews do you want to need on on the work right, right. and also that accountability is empowering because we're going to count yeah. on you to do these things and i think that gives people ownership you know it also inspires ownership you know if you give somebody this opportunity you you expect them to take ownership of it and i think that when you, when you do that it just, it really inspires action. It inspires people, I think, to really show up and step up um, for, you know, for you, back to you as a leader, for themselves, for the organization. And it, it just really fosters, you know, tremendous personal and professional growth, I think. Yes. Yes. It's all fostering growth and development. Exactly. Nancy, do, you, do you have an example that you could share with us? 
Sure. We, you know, one of the things I think about in terms of, you know, offering opportunity is we have in our firm, we have what we call a culture club, um, which is something that we started about, I think about four years ago, um, nice. uh, way back when. And it's all about, you know, the principles, the beliefs and the behaviors that we at Capstrat live by, both as professionals and as people outside of, you know, outside of what we do. And we call our culture club doesn't matter, get better in every doesn't um, matter, get better, doesn't matter, get better. And and again, our firm has a very defined set of principles, beliefs and behaviors. And so every Friday we get together and we talk as a firm, firm wide, uh, for a half hour about certain aspects of our culture, whether that's, you know, gratitude or client service or the importance of communication or the importance of owning your 20 square feet. There is something that we talk about mandatory um, every Friday. And here's an example is we give ownership and allow the junior, our associates, the junior partners to lead those programs. This is not, you know, the founding partners kind of dictating and leading this program. We give ownership to to the to others in those in the firm to pick a topic and to do the research and to provide a you know a learning plan and a learning lesson and questions, reflection questions. We give them out on one Friday and then we come back and talk about it the following Friday. And it's been remarkable. Amy, to see how they have, again, stepped up, how they have owned this opportunity. But what's more important is to see how the lessons that we talk about and the topics that we talk about, again, impact them personally, but also when they leave the office, that these are a set of principles, values, and beliefs that they're now talking about at the dinner table with their families or they're thinking about how they respond to a client differently or how they respond to their children differently. So it's, you know, I think that that's an example of, you know, giving someone, giving others opportunity that this is not just about us. This is about everyone in the firm. And so every Friday, one or two of our associates lead that program. Love that. Love yeah. that. And like, there's, there's a context here, but you're letting people pick their yeah. oppor their opportunities. You're giving them opportunity and, and they have choice around that. Totally. Empowering. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It. And they've done a great job. Really. I've learned probably so much from them over these last four years. Yeah. And, and when you are co-creating like that, 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 just it creates a high level of trust. Oh, absolutely. It creates a high level of trust. It really energizes the entire firm. It is, you know, they come with such intentionality and their own purpose, you know, during these programs. And again, it really seeps out to them as, you know, as individuals and, and impacts how they're living their own lives outside of the office. And, and that's what one of the things that's most important is that we want them showing up as their best selves in the, in the office, 
but we also want them showing up as their best selves out of the office and in life. And when we have that kind of an impact and allow them to take ownership of something so important, it's, it's just really amazing to see. When we're great at home, when we're great with our yeah. family members, when we're great with our neighbors, then exactly. we're great at work. We're Ex great with our clients. And um, I know, Nancy, you have known that and practiced that totally. for decades. The experience of the pandemic is um, hopefully bringing that more front and center for everyone. Like we are, we are whole people. And as leaders in the workplace, yeah, we, we, we need to serve the whole person. Absolutely. That's a great point. It's just, it's so, and, and again, when you see, you know, children being impacted by these conversations and how we're responding within, you know, with our spouse or our partners or whatever, it, you, you just, the self-awareness is just so remarkable to see. And yeah, I, truly believe if you have people who are healthy and happy and anchored and grounded at home and they will show up that way in the office and to one another and to our clients. And, you know, that's just so meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. And I can hear, and I know the listeners can hear, you know, when, when you are serving and empowering mm -hmm. others, Right. Like like what you get in return, that yeah. That, yeah. that reward, the just just to be able to see the ripple effects. Yeah. When when one individual is showing up great in our world for the day that impacts so many, so many people, you know, if one person has a bad day or one person has a bad reaction. You know, that it's a that's a different story. But when somebody shows up present, you know, you use this word intentional, you know, with gratitude, that just emanates out and just really impacts so many other people, whether that's, you know, the person at the Dunkin' Donuts line or your client or your child, it is, and that's just, I think, how we need to live more authentically and just really need to be aware of how our actions you know, whether small or just, you know, tremendous, how our actions and our beliefs impact other people. Yes. Yes. Oh, powerful. Uh, Nancy, you've shared so much great stuff with us. I want to recap just a few things. Leaders, when you're looking to serve and empower others, they want to know that you care. They want to know how you can help. They want to know that you trust them that there's trust there. Mm -hmm. Nancy also talked about being on the lookout for the opportunities that we can give and invite people to step into. And then once we do that, showing up with the appreciation, the right. trust, the infrastructure, the support, setting them up for success and bringing that empowering accountability mm -hmm. to the situation. Right. And oh, and it takes getting to know them and their vision and what they're about. Right. It's, it's taking time. So true. People. Mm -hmm. Yes. Such yeah. great stuff, Nancy. Thank you for your time today and for being on the Courage of a Leader podcast. 
Amy, thanks so much for having me and cheers to you and congratulations on the success of your podcast and your book. And I think, you know, my two favorite words for you are just keep going. You are offering your own service and serving, you know, others. And I'm grateful and honored to be a part of the courage of a leader. Mm -hmm. There's Nancy always <laughs> living her leadership purpose. It's an honor and um, my energy has gone up over this past half hour. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Courage of a Leader podcast. If you'd like to further explore this episode's topic, please reach out to me through the Courage of a Leader website at www.courageofaleader.com. I'd love to hear from you. Please take the time to leave a review on iTunes. That helps us expand our reach and get more people fully stepping into their leadership potential. Until next time, be bold and be brave because you've got the courage of a leader.